Harrogate Racing, show us your tips. Maccabi Diva Stakes Day, Flemington and uh, Rosie at Kembla preview show. As we look forward to Saturday, the 10th of September, it will be. Beaver and Daggy with you as always. Beaver, what's happening, buddy? Life, mate, and uh, ready to put the punters on some winners for the weekend. Very good. Uh, how do we fare midweek? We did all right, actually. A pretty good day out midweek. I think we did well. We started We started off on fire. I think we had the first five winners. Yeah. Um, three in Melbourne, two in Sydney. Yeah. Uh, so we got off to a fly start and uh, tied off a little bit after that, but uh, we're around the mark. Yeah, played in front and uh, usual couple in Queensland just to put a bit of cream on top for everyone. So, uh, another good day out, but we head to Flemington to start off, a Group 1 racing there. Good track, Rail True. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I don't think there's going to be any demons about, so it is what it is, standard Flemington, which is good. We kick off with the staying race, a 2,500-metre open handicap, where Pondus is back again. Uh, are you starting the day with a favourite, or are you looking elsewhere? Yeah, I'm going to start the day with Pondus. Um, look, it's... It's brought back here. It's only runs in Australia have been pretty good. And um, recent form uh, at the Curra uh, suggests that it can uh, run well first up. Uh, Turidan was tough um, at Mooney Valley. I'm just not quite sure 2,500 is, is up at Sally. Uh, maybe it's further improved here. Um, I'm not so sure that it can match Pondus and... Yeah, it's probably, you know, it's now been up for a fair few starts this prep. So um, I'm going I'm going Pondus. Uh, can't find too much else um, in the field outside of the top two. I was actually looking to, to Coulth. Uh, I mentioned the other week getting away from Mooney Valley I think will help. So back to Flemington now on the quick backup. Out to 24. Brett Preble on. I just, Pondus has had a lot of short prices and uh, hasn't won for a while. So that was the only knock I had there. I'd like to see it actually get in front, but it'll probably roll forward and, and be close to lead here and be very hard to beat, obviously. And uh, I thought your man, Paulie Pruska, had a, had a great chance around a $9 mark in Kalorni, who uh, was very good chasing Shabao last start, uh, five weeks between runs, but he's been spacing it all the way through, so I imagine that's part of the setup. So I think it can run well as there. So, But just, uh, just I was sort of taking on Pondus in the first, just because um, it hasn't won for a while, essentially. Race number two is the listed plate, uh, Exford Plate for the three-year-olds over the 1,400 metres. We saw Artorias return against a lot of these last start. Took a while to get wound up. Uh, I think 1,400 metres will suit now. Uh, once he did wind up, he hit the line quite well. Flemington, I think, will suit. Nice long straight for him to get going. Probably his best win was at uh, Sandown, I guess, so where he had the nice big straight, and uh, I think, well, obviously his favourite, but uh, I think he's definitely the one to beat here. Are you taking him on, or are you sticking solid? Yeah, definitely sticking solid with the Taurus. I was, uh, thought his first up run was outstanding, um, waiting to see where it showed up next, and here it is, and uh, best bet of the day. Not much more to be said, I suppose. The 1,100 metre, we get up the straight for the boys, Poseidon Stakes for the three-year-olds where uh, ingratiating was fantastic at Caulfield. And uh, I guess these are the two I won't think too much more strong through the line. Uh, off that win, both uh, Artorius and ingratiating are the two easy ones to lick up here, and hopefully we'll see two good horses in action. Uh, are you going away from him, or are you happy to stick? 
Nah, 100% sticking as well. Um, I think you're spot on. I think um, Torres is the best bet of the day, closely followed by ingratiating, and uh, there you got it. Great. Nice and simple today. Uh, so far, uh, we're getting into a bit of tricky stuff now, though, with the 1,100-metre girls' version. The three-year-old fillies here up the straight. Uh, how are you lining of these ones up? Yeah, it's a fairly interesting affair here, but... Um, yeah, I've stuck with the favourite again, uh, resuming um, Crystal Bound. Uh, was very close second to Jamia um, last time in. Uh, that's a good run. Jamia's franked that form uh, prior to that. Uh, won a really nice race at Mooney Valley over the 1,000, uh, one by six lengths. Uh, it looks to have loads, of ta- loads and loads of talent. Um, and... I'm not so sure about some of these other horses that are in the field. I mean, they've got a bit of form, but um, once you get first of the, the top couple, um, I think it uh, falls away a bit. I was really impressed by uh, – I, I set out thinking I'll just find Crystal Bound, but I was actually really impressed by Serides, the Kavanaugh horse. Yeah. Uh, I think it's gone – it's flown both starts. Time has been all right, but uh, it absolutely brained him in the listed race in Adelaide. Uh, gate one is the, the only concern. I think it'll run well here. From, um, yeah, Crystal Bound, you said, went to the A-grade stuff in Sydney, ran well there, and uh, is the obvious, and it's pretty much market order, but uh, I was four from five, and uh, you summed up Crystal Bound pretty well. Race number five is the Sofitel over the 1,400 metres for the four-year-olds. Another listed one. Uh, another shorty here in Ayrton. Are you... Are you piling in again yeah look no I think there's a lot to like about um, the, the win last start it uh, sat in the running line and let down nicely I think it'll be further improved by that so look it just continue it, it looks to be continuing on its uh, winning way here I think it's there's improvement um, I, I didn't mind the run of regards Marie last start Um Thought, thought it was impressive enough in in a similar race as this. Uh, gets probably slightly better draw here with Oliver aboard, so he couldn't rule that out. And uh, King Magnus was strong again. Um, can't see why those three probably may not run the, the, the top three again. Uh, if you're looking for a bit of value. Yeah, well, I was all ready to talk about butter chicken, but it's just been scratched, so... Um, wherever it pops up uh, over the next week or so, it's a horse to follow for now. I think, but uh, I think with uh, I think Ayrton, obviously the price uh, is the one to beat, and uh, I think I think King Magnus is flying and will probably run the Quinella again. Interesting one that's uh, come back and trialed her at Harbour Views. At one stage was a Spruik horse yeah. and went missing, but uh, the trials have been pretty good this time in. So uh, maybe one for an early quaddy uh, around twenty to one. Uh, a bit of a watch yeah, quite an interesting race to um, resume it. Mm. So I guess, yeah, the watch on the race, but, uh, yeah, I haven't said much there in market order. Yeah, maybe King Magnus, if you're looking for value in the race, at, to run a place. The Let's Elope is the Phillies and uh, just the Mares, actually, Group 2, over the 1,400 metres. What are you doing in this, uh, in this gala event? Well, I just noticed um, your dinner has appeared in this race. Oh, he has too. He has got the run. There you go. Yeah. Okay, cool. So your, but, so your butter chicken is here around the $16 mark. Very good. Uh, so 
that's what that's one for you, young lad. Um, look, Tourist was has been super strong uh, in the in the last three runs. It's been on the pace, or if not setting the pace, can't see any reason that it won't um, be on pace again. Uh, Instant Celebrity is a quality horse. We know that it was outstanding last start. Probably at one stage looked like it was going to win. Gate thirteen. Uh, so Craig Williams is going to need to find a spot for it and get a little bit of luck and get some luck in running there. Well, I think if Instant Celebrity does get get a, a couple of favours there, it's probably the horse to beat. Yeah, I think I've got Instant Celebrity on top, but you're right. From that gate and just with its normal pattern, he's going to take it back to last. So I assume you'll be trying to get sort of three wide last running line um, and hoping it reel them in. I think it can. I think... I think the reason you're actually getting a a four dollar ish price is because it will be last, and if it uh, if it does produce its best, I think it's still wheel them in. I mentioned butter chicken. <laughs> Here it is. Uh, this might be the race I was actually thinking about. In it's been a long day, but at sixteen dollars, I'll back it here as well. Just on the uh, suspicion it might be a a decent horse, and you've covered you've covered the obvious one in Turath, who uh, you were keen on last time, and will be in the same spot again, and probably gets a really good run here. To be honest, there's not a whole bunch of speed. Uh, so no, that was that was the thing. Um, I do I also uh, outside of instant celebrity, I do think Miss Mystic Journey is is a watch as well. Um, oh, if it turns know, up it's, at its best, I know it's been. If it if this turns up at its best, thirteen dollars a fantastic bet. That's exactly right. Um, so look, you don't. Yeah, I can't remember the last time you would have seen thirteen dollars Mystic Journey. Yep. Um, you know, I think it's. Yeah, finished a couple of lengths of star of the seas at Flemington, uh, last start before his spell, and then prior to that was a dollar twenty, and down at home um, yeah. when it got knocked over. But um, look, we know it's got a ton of ability. It's just whether it can reproduce that. Yeah, uh, well, I suspect money might tell a story there on the day. Obviously, mounting yard uh, watches, but uh, money will. Give an indication of where Mystic Journey's at come closer to race time. The Bobby Lewis, 12, another group two for the four-year-olds and up. Up the straight for the 1,200 metres is race number seven. Where I am, um, I sort of went with the obvious one with the Newmarket winner here, uh, Zatori on top. It was pretty impressive. It, it's got some great runs up the straight uh, against some top-quality horses. Went to And then went to Sydney... Uh, and was pretty good behind Nature Strip uh, in the TJ for it, and this is a big drop in class, and I don't think this is a, a tough a tough race. So I was quite happy to be with it, and um, at the price especially, and then you get the obvious in the the honest astrologist, and uh, I guess she's pretty honest away game during the right part of the track. They'll both run well, but um, yeah, I, I would default to Zutori, and it's not a horse I don't think I think I've ever tipped on this show, but yeah. I was thinking that way. What were you thinking? Yeah, look, I, I narrowed it down to two, and Zutori was one. Um, loves the straight, goes, flies fresh, and and um, has won some very good races over this this distance at this track. Um, I also think uh, away game is a su- is super hard to beat in this. Uh, first three runs, this prep have been great. Uh, Fluent Eagle Farm, and then was was fantastic against Pintoff. Um, chased really hard, never shirked its task. 
this looks to be right up its alley. I mean, it carried 58, uh, I think, in that race. Uh, gets in here at 53. So really think it's well-weighted at, at the 53 mark. Satori's uh, got to give it six and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, just not sure if it's good enough to give it that much weight and be it. So narrowed it down to those two with a away game on top. Cool. Uh, and just a quick thought on uh, one of your specialties up north, well, Jonka, how do you think it fits in here? Yeah, look, it's. Um, I found it hard just to kind of line it up in in this race here. I feel like uh, it's too short. If it was, it's a sort of horse you'd think around ten or twelve bucks. You'd go, oh, you might have something on, but can't imagine it being favourite in this race. I can't imagine being favourite in this race either. I mean, it's one four from twenty five, um, so it's not an outstanding strike rate for a horse to finish to be starting favourite in a quality field like this. Um, I, I, I just was surprised it was favourite. Yeah. Um, it's made forms being the Gold Coast and Eagle Farm. Coming back here uh, into Melbourne, um, you know, around six lengths behind Eduardo. So I think some of these horses could get well within six lengths of Eduardo mm. um, on their day. So, yeah, I, I, I just I want to see it first. No, fair enough. Uh, the Group 1 to feature Maccabi Diva Stakes over the mile. A cracking little race, actually. Uh, we see the Melbourne Cup favourite incentivise, uh, potentially rightfully so if I don't think any internationals are turning up this year, so maybe it should be. Um, we've got some Sydney form here. We've got all sorts of form lines. What are you doing? Yeah, mate, I've, um, I've come up with Tafani. Um, so I thought, it, I just, I just think it's flying at the moment, uh, on the straight broke beautifully, um, gave nothing else a chance. And I thought it resumed very well behind Behemoth and Bo Rossa. Um, both those horses are flying. Um, and I don't think Tefane had a lot of luck in that race. So if you go back and watch that race, Tefane was probably in the one out one back spot and Behemoth went around it, um, and got the jump on it. And that just held to find a yard. Yeah. And then by the time it got clear, Behemoth was off and gone. And I think if you have a look on the line, Tefane was coming back at Behemoth on the line. Um, so I think th- this this distance will suit um, the 1600s are getting out there. I don't think that'll happen again with regards to Williams letting one of those horses go around him and, and lock him in and have to chase again. I'm just not, I'm just not so sure about incentivise yet. Uh, $3.60, like it's got, you know, the picket fence, form lines, but it's carrying 59 now up against top quality horses coming from Queensland where it's beat. Yeah. I know it's, it has beat. it's, beat it's beaten nothing. Nobody's. Yeah, it's beaten nothing. Yeah. yeah, you know, we're talking about, so it's one, one by 12 lengths, but beat Mirage Dancer. Uh, and then prior to that was Ipswich, where it did win by nine against accessory like seriously yeah uh, and nine links against happy go plucky yeah and prior to that was at toowoomba um so we've got a horse that's you know four starts back was at toowoomba yeah it's come to eagle farm and Ipswich and won a couple of races and won it easy but it wasn't against zaki that's right uh i uh i'm sticking with colette again 
I thought it was a pretty good run first up. I think out to the mile second time, well, first second up last prep at the mile, it ran uh, very elegant to a nose and uh, around a 19 bucks. I'm happy to take that. I'm also happy to take, speaking of running very elegant to a nose, uh, I'm a bit of a believer in Moanga now. I thought that was a pretty good return. Uh, and I, I'm looking for um, the the recipe of the wide gates in these big group ones. They, they tend to work. So, yeah, gates 11 and 12 there. They'll get the swooping runs down the outside and hopefully clear air and be finishing off. Uh, and one in that same bracket is the um, second up Japanese horse, K- KI Nautique. Uh, it was fantastic in that race as well. I think I think it's all three wins have been over the mile over there, uh, and you'll probably get it's about fourteen fifteen bucks now. So they're the three, uh, all at a good price. I think um, again, I think incentivised using. Fa- I think that starts longer. That's a ridiculous price. And to find these about the right here, price. right, mate? Mm-hmm. So, so you think Mwanga has uh, knocked over very elegant last start? Yep. So if Very Elegant was in this race, would it start favourite? Yes. No, well, it, did, it hasn't actually. It's got a lot of... It's very Elegant, for some reason, every time it goes down there, it goes around about seven or eight bucks. Did it start favourite Caulfield Cup? It did, didn't. I think it was favourite in the Caulfield Cup. Yeah. But the, yeah. when Zara won on it first up, it was it was a silly price because we tipped it, but it was... Yes, that's right. Seven or eight bucks. Uh, yeah. But I think if it was to start, if it was in this race on this day, it would start favourite. Put it that way. Yeah. So, so that's, that's my point. So why it surprises we have... me that Moonga's, you know, yep. I mean, and I can see what incentivise is to put money on it, even for Melbourne Cup, Caulfield Cup. I think it's unders at the moment for those. But if it comes out here and brains them, then you probably find that it shortens in the market. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I, I know we don't. We sort of touched on it, but we haven't gone down a path of futures. But uh, look, it's not going to start. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it does. It probably. It might. If it runs a nice fourth, it probably drifts the Melbourne Cup. I don't think you learn anything from this race. So yeah, I mean, it didn't start in the Stradbroke. Was Stradbroke fourteen hundred? Yeah. So you got the fourteen hundred Stradbroke uh, winner here, uh, stepping out to sixteen hundred, which it'll handle on its ear. Um, I don't think incentivised would have ran started favourite in the Stradbroke no. if it, at the same time it was beating hacks over ten lengths. Yeah, I agree. And to flip that around, if Tefane took on Mirage Dancer, it probably puts ten lengths on it as well. You know, if you yeah, hundred percent comparing apples to apples. So uh, yeah, that's my view anyway. No, that's cool. So I think we are in agreement. There's a bit of value there, and and when you've got. At least at this stage, of incentivised taking up a third of the market. It's a good opportunity to bet. I think so. Uh, yeah, just looking through else. You know, Sir Dragon A, none of those really interest you anymore. Nah, nah I'd have to see them do something. Yeah, cool. Let's wrap up the day with the 1,700 metre uh, handicap as well. Where, well, what do we do here? I, um... I hope I'm in front, so I'll hopefully be cracking the first beer and getting ready for the footy by this time. But the two at a price, I thought Passan is an easy bet at 20s. It's 20 to 1 at the moment. Uh, it's as good. It's well and truly up to running well here. And um, I was happy to take on Zigfield. I've had enough of it. And, you yeah, know, I'll probably have $5 each way on 
good idea at 200s on Betfair. So that'll be this race for me. Uh, what about you? Yeah, it's good. I'm keen to see some of these horses that are looking for you know, sort of that Caulfield Cup distance, see how they resume. Plenty of them down in the market. No, I, I wouldn't be thinking too many could win. King of Lee, Grants, um, the Bassan, Furian, keen to see how they go. I've come up with Young Werther, uh, just going for the, 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 the youngster on the way up. A uh, bit worried about the draw of 16, but it'll get back. Those nice colours are nearly um, Masara territory for you these days. Yes, they are. <laughs> but no, I um, I thought I thought it was good last prep, mm. and I think it'll be uh, further improved this preparation. Um, you know, nearly knocked Explosive Jack off uh, at Ramwick, and then and prior get, to that, well, you get to see uh, the the form on Explosive Jack in the the race before too. That's right. So. Look, I think Young Worth is probably one of the up-and-comers in this race. Uh, I'm keen to um, hopefully uh, see him fresh enough to, to run a big race and maybe a horse to follow in the spring. So I'm sort of a uh, bit of anticipation there. And I thought Floating Artist, uh, third up, um, showed improvement last start. And the further they go, the, the better it'll get. So uh, keen to see how Cools runs in the first. And if it runs well, then Floating Artist could be one to have something on later. Fantastic. Do you want the Sydney or Melbourne quaddy this week? Um, you can do Melbourne, mate. All right, let's do Melbourne. Uh, it kicks off in race six where I'll go number one, Instant Celebrity, two, Mystic Journey, five, Still a Star, 14, Two Wrath, uh, 17, Butter Chicken, one, Zatori, five, The Astrologist, nine, Away Game, 11, Express Pass on the Quick Backup. Then we'll go three, K.O. Nautique in the group one. Do we put the favourite in or out? Your call. Ah, stuff it. Let's Leave take it out. On. Leave it out. Mwanga, number 10. 11, Colette. 12, Tafane. Uh, explosive Jack, A&A. Nah. Oh. And let's come home with two, Passan. Some big prices here in a winnable race for some of these. Uh, six, Young Werther. Ten, Secret Blaze. Twelve, Good Idea. 14, Skyman, 17, Floating Artist. Uh, it's a flexi quarter day, but we get a couple of splits there. It might pay very handsomely. Yeah, so, I think we'll do all right, mate. Yeah, I think we're uh, going to run for our money there. And for progroupracing.com.au, of course, check them out for their free tips and extensive guides all spring. Your best and value at Flemington. Yeah, my best is raised to number one, Artorias. Um, will be winning... And then my value bets, I'm going to go in the last race, nine, number six, Young Werther. I'm going to make uh, ingratiating my best just to be different. And I'll make my value in the last as well. I'll make it Passan. You could run well at 20s in a, in a race it would have jogged in this time last year. So let's head down to, let's head up to Kembla. The rail is in the five metre mark from the 1100 to the winning post. Two for the remainder. Good track. A bit of mizzle around on the day, but I don't think it's going to have any effect on how the track plays. We, which will be, it's been a little bit on paces at Campbell actually, uh, the last couple of weekends. But uh, I've treated it as being able to run on down the outside by the end of the day here. 
Are you playing in the highway? No play. Are you playing in the benchmark 78 over the 2,400 metres, which would be the second race on the card? Yeah, I'll play here, mates. I think the the top weight here, Mankayan, uh, I think it's a good thing. Uh, I thought it was... Hard to miss. It was second up last start. It was hard to miss its run. Jeez, it, it hit the line really hard at the end there. Uh, took a while, got out of its ground. Uh, but the last 100 or so, it... Uh, it was steaming home. It'll be su- it'll be suited by the twenty four hundred. This is a weak affair. Um, get the queue. Yeah, not much more to add. Uh, hasn't had the run at twenty four, but it has uh, won at the distance and performed quite well there overseas. I think the step up in distance will suit this horse. It and uh, a good gate now will be closer in the run. It's New South Wales maps have it uh, in the one one, which if it sits there, how's it going to lose? Basically. Uh, so, yeah, everything you've said's right. Happy to back it and uh, get the ball rolling for the afternoon. We head back to the 2,000 metres for race number three, benchmark 78, which is a tough race. Uh, a few of my old favourites here, but I'm going to stick with um, Crystal Pegasus off the big win here. Uh, a month ago, uh, or two weeks, three weeks, we'll be back, we're in September now. A month ago, trial since to keep it ticking over. And I think it repeats a dose here. That was a, a nice enough win. Uh, but it is a, a all Waller affair. Our intrigue will run well. Uh, and um, my old mate Badoosh will probably take some of my money again. But uh, what are you doing? Um, Badoosh and Bazooka. Um, <laughs> They're both here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stick with Yee Yee. I thought, again, it was pretty good last start. Um, Nothing to suggest you'd want to hop off. Cordia just put in its one good run that it has and just finished over the top, had to sit on the back. Yee had put, dragged it into the race, um, drawn 10, so sh- should get uh, a good run uh, with some cover. Um, and hopefully the 2000 suits Yee uh, looks looks to be tough enough, looks to be dogged enough and hardest to beat. Um, if you're going to save, uh, I would look at Pesta. Uh, I think it probably the rise of the 2000s, what it's looking for. Just seemed to plug last start. Um, but that was in a good race with always sure and love planet. Uh, they're no slouches. So I think it can can continue to improve. They're the two I'd be looking at. You'd love, uh, from the gate, you'd love Nash going on for J-Mac just to go straight to the front on you in this race. There's not a lot of pace here, and uh, it could run well. Yes. that. Uh, it's, they haven't mapped it that way, but we'll keep an eye out. I, I couldn't imagine it being that far back where they've got it on the official maps. But we'll uh, wait and see. Race number four is a benchmark 72 because it's the 1,200-meter uh, midway on the card where I was... Uh, where, uh, what was I doing in this race? Uh, I like the price in Oxford Tycoon. That's what I was doing because I couldn't possibly back Cobia off the Hawk, getting beat at Hawkesbury in a very ordinary race. And... Um, even luck, Oxford Tycoon beats Roy- Royal Zell last start, so comes back two weeks later, gets a set up here, and uh, should be hard to beat. Yeah, I've gone the same way. Uh, couldn't get a run at all last start, not to the last bit, and jumped out the ground and probably should have won that race, to be honest. And third up here, uh, gets a two kilo claim for Tom Sherry in at the 60 and a half, probably waited up to near about the as much as it would want to be, and gate 11, 
and a needle probably probably suits to be there, but as long as it gets some cover, uh, hardest to beat. Oxford Tycoon. Very good. Uh, the race, the fifth on the card, is the Dulcify Stakes, a listed race over the fifteen hundred metres. I've sort of been against a lot of this form on the way through here. Uh, so I was looking fresh, uh, which left me with Gaze Two Horses, Silent Impact, uh, off a couple of nice trials and a very nice win in town before it went out, gets the control here. And I've just got to cons- I'm just starting to think that Tiger Malay stuff's not necessarily A grade. So happy to be with it. And uh, I'll probably save on the stable mate, AC Express, who has had it put a couple together now. And I think they've got, uh, being a Savabile. They've got the opinion this is going towards some better, going to be better as it gets out to a, a mile and further. So, uh, I'm that's the way I'll play the, the race. I'm not going to think too much more about it. Uh, you seem to be nodding a little bit in agreement there. Yeah, I am actually. Um, I think your assessment of the Tiger of Malay uh, form could be a bit dubious. Um, I'm, I'm not so confident around it. Um, could be proven wrong. Yeah. I thought Silent Impact's just first two runs have been outstanding. It was good first up and then Frank, that last start, um, was super impressive. Gets the draw here in the one gates, uh, most likely leader, if not right behind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with even luck, uh, we'll give a good sight for your money, that's for sure. Uh, don't mind the $4.50 at the moment. Yep, great. Uh, race six is the Coolmore Shiraco Stakes over the 1,200 metres for the girls. Group two. Well, I struggled with this one. Uh, look, I've got I've got Entrevieri on top. I thought the the trial was good. Now, we've seen a trial. Uh, obviously, it had that the run where it just got just couldn't reach for Seeker against the bias and everything else before it went out back in autumn. Uh, J-Mac on here. I think it's obviously very hard to beat. And maybe a little short, but very hard to beat. And was I mentioning it odds? The horse I was most worried about actually was um, Fatus maybe being back to its best. It was very good mm. last time uh, after being missing for a, a while there. A uh, little bit of a feel it might be just an 1,100-metre horse for Fatus, so I'm not really going to charge in, but uh, we'll see how the track plays. But, uh, yeah, I think Entrevieri might be a decent horse. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think it might be a decent horse. I was waiting for uh, when it would show up, and I'll be on here. Uh, but this this has got some depth. This race, mm. uh, it's no pushover. You're right. Fatus was good. Resuming, uh, Talia, um also ran a very nice race. They're both drawn off the track, uh, so I'm just trying to get a feel for where they might sit, and I'm just trying to think. If they push forward, they're going to need a bit of luck. If they go back, they're probably going to be sitting well, behind the favourite. The, the official maps and have Entrevieri mapped 1-1, one, one, Fatus 3-back running line, or 4-back running line. Yeah, and I just don't know that they're going to be able to give this thing a, as big a start. Yep. Um, I don't know whether Entrevieri will sit one out, one back, but maybe it will. Yeah. Um, there's a few horses here that probably go forward a little bit. Um Written Beauty will go forward, I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, missed the start last time. I think he'll be further forward from gate two. Uh is yeah. a scary horse here, I thought as well. Yeah, was, yeah that's uh, what was I was thinking. Forbidden Love from the 11 is probably going to go forward. Uh, 
So, yeah, maybe, maybe it will sit one out, one back. Uh, there is a few horses that do like to get back. Yeah, Volpine, uh, Vangelic, like leading from Written Beauty, Entrevier, uh, and Talia is what they've, yeah. they've said. So, bit interesting when they get him run, but that's the way I'm going, number four. Excellent. Uh, yeah, well, essentially I agree, but uh, there's a couple of horses that, if they turn up at their best, are scary here. So. Uh, we head to Quaddy Land, though, for the Thea Marks, the Group 2 over the 1,300 metres. Uh, talk about a wide race. I think track pattern becomes important by this time of day. We'll know how it's playing, because I think that probably dictates yeah. a little bit how we bet here. Uh, if it is playing up inside, I think Big Parade returned... Generally, actually takes a run to get going, and it returns sensational order uh, first up and maybe gets an easier lead here. Uh, if the rail's a place to be, I'll be backing that. If it's not, I'll probably be backing Private Eye. It's uh, We'll wait and see. Have I read that right? I think that's a pretty good assessment. I think they're, they're the only two uh, chances in this race. And, yeah, if it's playing rails and on pace, big parade's going to be hard to go past. But if they're... If they can come, if they're coming down the middle of the track and they're running on, Private Eye is just devastating. It's got it's mm. got a um, outstanding turn of foot. Uh, couldn't believe the price last start, uh, getting ten dollars. Uh, I think I did tip it. You and did. Yeah, I think I think the ten gate suits probably comes in one with imaging coming out. So um, yeah, Jade Ford gets it in in the running line. Uh, Top of the straight, 200, let's loose, and we'll see where it, how it goes. Yeah, cool. Uh, it, it, it's an interesting race because, like I said, if the track, even if the track's playing fair, uh, I could almost still take Big Parade, but if it's if it's Swoopers, then easy easy bet to have um, Private Eye. The Run to the Rose, race number eight, is the 1,200 metres for the three-year-olds, and... Well, what a cracker this is. Uh, where I am, I'm going to go with Animo. It was, went out fantastic style, trialled in fantastic style uh, behind Gitra and turns up here ready to rock and roll, I think, um, <clears throat> to beat Remark, who had no luck in the lead-up. And uh, I think that's that'll do me for now. Interested to see where Converge probably might need the run, but heading towards the longer stuff, Converge a horse to watch, but not necessarily back tomorrow, I think. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, th- I think the same. Uh, NMO for me, um, yeah, just looks like it's got all before it. This horse that was outstanding last preparation uh, seems to come back in good order given the, the trial. Remark was outstanding first up, had no luck and still uh, finished third. I think it should have won the race. Gate 13's a bit of a concern. Uh, so mm. uh, they're the two that I've narrowed it down to. Um, stay inside, it's got to show something now. Uh, I wasn't impressed with its run first up, so, uh, yeah, got to see it do something. Yeah, I'm not interested in it at all. Uh, if it wins, I'll I'll say well done, Team Friedman, but uh, I, I'm happy to put a pen for it all together and happy for it to chew up a bit of the market for us. Uh, the second last is the 1,200-metre benchmark 88. Uh, hopefully we're ahead by here because, again, it's a tough finish. What are you doing with this race? Yeah, uh, it is a it is a tough finish. Um, few chances in this race. Uh, I could pick any of sort of seven or eight horses here. I narrowed it down to Venture Ocean mm-hmm. um, on top. 
liked the way it resumed. It wasn't far off them. Uh, ran on strongly, doing its best work late. Uh, behind Frosty Rocks, who kind of had, was able to control the race there, finished within a length of length of it. Uh, gets a little bit of further, bit further ground here, does it? I think, or is it the same? Twelve hundred. His last start. Back in oh, distance. No, actually, back in distance. Yeah, month off back in yeah so. Yeah, don't know if that's totally in its favour, but uh, second up uh, sh- shouldn't hurt it too much. Um, I like it. Um, I'm willing to forgive. Never talks first up run. Just got back to the tail. Uh, never a chance from there. So it could also be running on if they can come from the back. But Ventura Ocean for me. Yeah, I struggled to to stamp this race. I ended up having Zakat on top. I think it's just honest. It's had a little bit, been unlucky both starts, but... Uh, always puts in, and uh, <laughs> the only reason I couldn't really, at the price, was the only reason, or the only sort of bet I could talk myself into, but no real confidence here beyond that. Uh, you've mentioned Venturations a couple of times, so I'm interested to see that, and I like Nash going on it. I think Nash shoots there. Uh, and, was, yeah, just a little bit against the favourite again. Well, definitely against the favourite, because I didn't tip it. Um, well, let's finish the day with the 1,500-metre benchmark, 78 uh, where I'm going to hopefully finish the day with um, Brooks Byer, who returned in great style. Uh, she was very impressive at Kenzo, and I think a lot of these are just have already reached their mark now, and she might have a bit more upside uh, if she headed a better stuff. So, Gate 15, Bowman, Waller, maybe the biggest concern. We'll see how the track's playing, whether I really charge in. But um, yeah, I just went with the upside here. What have you done? So I've gone the other wall of horse. I've gone for Love Planet. Okay, yes. Yeah, I just yeah. think it might get the better, more favour in in the run. Yeah. Uh, gate three. Uh, I think the race might set up really nicely for it to to get the right track or run into the race. Rooksbeer was very impressive first start, but gate fifteen is probably going to push forward. Uh, so it might get used up. Just depends if anything tries to um, hold it hold it off the fence. If they do, I think Love Planet might just sit behind and be too strong at the end. But, uh, look, can't rule Brooksbeer out, but I'm going for Love Planet. Uh, keen to see how Love Tap goes. Yeah, we want to see something from Love Tap now, I guess. Uh, it was pretty yep. ordinary first up. All right, you can uh, do the quaddy. Have the Kembla quaddy honours here. Here we go, eh? Um, the first leg, I'm just going to narrow it down to six and ten. Going to play a little bit skinny there yep. and see if we can use some uh, more up in some of the other races. In the second race, I'm going second leg. I'm going to go numbers two, four, and eight. Mm-hmm. Can't see anything winning outside of those. Uh, I thought Glen Eagles was good third first. Eagles was good first up, but I don't know if it fits in here necessarily. Okay. Yeah, the next race, I'm going to go to numbers four, five, six, seven, and 11. Mm-hmm. And just to finish off, in a wide open affair, I'm going to go to number one, four, seven, nine, 12. Old promotions down the bottom there. Excellent. Your best and value for progretracing.com.au. Yeah, my best comes up in race six, number four on Trout Vier. 
and stick with it. And then my value bet comes up in race nine, number six, Ventura Ocean. And I make my best in the feature, Animo, in the run to the rose for the blue colours there. And my value... Yeah, I think it'll run very well. Value, Oxford Tycoon should win the midway. And uh, I love the $6.50. What are you doing up north? Yeah, mate, got a few few for us up north, um, as I always do. Race two, number four. Yep. Uh, Rappaport, about the $4.50 mark. Uh, so a nice, nice one there with a uh, little bit of odds. Race three, uh, number one. Race three, <laughs> number one, London Banker. Yep. Uh, outstanding last start. Going to stick with my horse in race four, number two, Star Tontes. Mm. I think it'll be winning again. Um uh, love the way it uh, ran last start. And then my next bet comes up later in the day. Race eight, number one, Soxagon. Excellent. Uh, Ballistic Boy was a nice return up there as well. Uh, it was. I think it'll run very well. looks like it's meeting exactly the same field. So another one. There's one for me up north as well. Good job, Beaver. Good luck on Saturday. Uh, good luck, punters. Maccabi Diva Stakes, a group one. Stay safe, everyone. Do the right thing. Get jabbed so we can all go back to the pub. Uh, take it easy, guys, and we'll see you. And have a bet. And have a bet. I've, I'll find a way to do that anyway, don't worry. But, yes, it'd be nice to see your face again in person there, Beaver. Uh, on that weird note, goodbye, punters. We'll see you Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, mate.